Hello, lovely people of the pod. It is another week. It is another episode of Pod People. Pod People. Yeah. That's what people our listeners are. I like people that. of the pod. Yeah, yeah I love that. That's what the pod people. We are finding my fit at forty. I'm here with my beautiful people. I'm Victor. I'm here with Chrissy. I'm here with Mike. That's me. And Mike has recently had a birthday. I did. He's Happy old now, birthday. everyone. Thank you. Thank you. I keep forgetting it. it so I birthday. just put out a nice little display of treats he did. for Dear us God, to eat. By the way, there's no protein in any of these that like you don't extra know that. protein. There's probably like a gram. Yeah, there's like a gram yeah. of protein. Something this one has nuts on it. This has trace amounts of protein. <laughs> trace <laughs> amount, but it has a whole lot of deliciousness. I think I had a protein shake right mm, before I came over here. Can I eat them now? Yes. Now you can eat them. God, I've been staring at. Waiting for hours. <laughs> that's a pumpkin donut. Is it, cool. good? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, oh. that's what you're going. <laughs> yeah, don't let my dog eat. Your Shout donut. out to Charlotte's Confections oh, here on Wilmington so Island. This is Charlotte. Miss Charlotte is like I the sweetest little buns. lady, and I just come in there and I'm like, Miss Charlotte, fuck me up. With Miss Charlotte has great buns. She got yeah. good buns. Miss Charlotte, we like her buns. I mean, yeah, those are literally my favorite cinnamon buns in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, followed closely by Publix. There's two. Co- mm. Publix has really mm. good baked mm. goods in general. Like they do. Their cakes, cakes are really stuff. good. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Charlotte. That's true. Oh, this is everything. I oh, need right Mary now. Really good. Mm. I feel like I was about to take a bite, and but one of us has to be able to talk. Mm. So <laughs> nose goes. Not I'm me. Going to wait until. Oh my take god! A bite pumpkin donuts. Yeah. Yeah, they're like cinnamony Ugh. and sugary. Oh. So we're starting this pod with some delicious desserts. That's the way you lose weight in the, around here. Yeah, we're pros at this. That's the way you lose weight by having some deliciousness. So, oh, my wife's peeking her head in. Yeah. Becky, do you want do you want some deliciousness? Yeah. You want some delicious stuff? Come on in, Becky. We have there's apple crumb cake. There is sticky buns. You can have this donut if you want. It's a. It's you a, also sort of have to because it's birthday baked no goods. Pressure, yeah, but it's birthday pressure, baked you know? goods for Mike. No, you can. <laughs> you sure can. Yeah, it's not about sure. the running it off, Becky. Yeah. It's I have only we had, had just had started. Only yet. had the pumpkin donut, and yeah, it's here, fantastic. You want some of the pumpkin donut. It's pretty you can, good. I'll share my pumpkin donut with just you. Just take a bite a out of everything That's, you see. Well, I'm an okay husband. I'm not a good. I'm an okay husband. <laughs> I'm an okay. <laughs> you're like I set low standards, you know, yeah. and then it's cool. I, I overachieve. Uh, no, I you're mean, fine. You can, I don't need a napkin. Yeah. yeah. Have that napkin. We're There's fine being messy eaters. Other places we can find that. All right. Okay, go take the dog for a walk. It was lovely seeing your beautiful face. Doing well, taking steps, making extra steps. That's right. She's doing good while you're eating (laughs) apple crumb cake. So uh, now that we got all the deliciousness starting out of the way, so if you hear chewing throughout the rest of it, it's going to be Mike. I can't have more? I was going to say, it's going to be Mike chewing and eating the entire pod. So I'm going to jump right into my update. Yeah, tell us what's up. After we talk about treats, I'm going to talk about how (laughs) my big old butt is getting smaller. That's right. I walked in today, and Victor looked, like, considerably tinier. I don't know. Like, he looked skinnier. He really did. I don't know if he was, like, wearing a big hoodie or, like, it was, what you doing over there? I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, no attention to the man behind the curtain. A lot of my Yeah, only ask him important questions when he's got a big (laughs) mouthful of Cinnabon in his mouth. So... 
last weigh-in, I was oh, at 204 Charlotte. pounds. And I'd started to lose weight because I'd start sleeping more. Yeah, sleep, baby. Oh, man, what a difference. And I have now lost since, what is it? It's Wednesday today, so we're not recording on our typical Monday. We're a couple days later. But I this morning, I was 202.2. Wow. That's pretty good. I lost good. almost two full pounds in a week. That's fantastic. And I knew you had it in you. <laughs> 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 I should have maybe waited till the end of the yeah. podcast. To I will pause treats. after this one. <laughs> it's cool. He's going to get that down pretty fast. It'll be fun. So, but almost two pounds. On yeah, it's pretty impressive. These last couple pounds, I feel like, m- must have made a visual difference. Because mm-hmm. Mike's talked about in the past. I'm going to talk for you, Mike, because you can't talk right now. No, you're so, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he's talking in the past about how like different stages, like you lose weight mm-hmm. from different areas. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if where I've lost yeah, the last maybe. couple pounds is from a different location mm-hmm. uh, that like it's been more noticeable because mm-hmm. I went the the very beginning when I first started. We did we talked about that in the how the 30, 60, 90 day difference. Mm-hmm. 30 is you notice difference. 60 uh, family, friends and family and 90 is everyone else. Mm-hmm. And at that 90 stage, I started people started noticing and it yeah, really held true for me yeah, yeah they commented like out of the blue people commenting instead of me being like can you see i'm skinnier right yeah <laughs> <laughs> look at me look at me um but i i would get comments about losing weight but within the last like two weeks or so mm-hmm. week week two weeks i've had people again being like wow you really look good like you've lost weight and i'm like why all of a sudden like it stopped for, yeah yeah like Six months. Weird. And then, like, again, now... But, I mean, like, I, I saw it also, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and you <laughs> I don't see know it every week. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so, is there... like you have a, Can you breathe over there? I can is, breathe. I can breathe. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it helps that when we showed up, you were naked. You can see everything <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was fully clothed. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's... You don't really get to choose where the body lets go of body fat. And, and I didn't even think about this ahead of time, but you've brought up a very, very good point. It, it, aesthetically, you're going to notice, you said at different stages it happens, which almost points towards like at, at this dead set stage, you're definitely going to notice things, but it's just different for everybody. Yeah. And you yeah. could be at a, a very aesthetic point of your fat loss journey mm-hmm. at this point and it's just you're, you're noticing more and more changes yeah and i think it just depends on the person like maybe some people <clears throat> drop like the weight in their face or something less and you really yeah. and that you know if you're holding a pound of fat on your face you know it's one pound of fat but i bet it's super fucking noticeable oh, when it 100%. falls off so yeah. like who knows what it could be i mean it's hard to say your face because it's covered in hair but you know like so hypothetical other yeah. people's faces <laughs> yeah there's a lot of beard <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, but you'll, you'll start to notice cheekbones a little more. And honestly, yeah, the, the funny thing, it? too, when, when you were either gaining a little bit of muscle or bringing out the muscle you have, I've had at some of my leanest moments where I was definitely not putting on muscle, I've had people comment on how I look bigger. Right. So as you lose body fat and bring out that, you know, a little more V-shape or, or a little more of your frame that is going to be more aesthetically pleasing, it's just it's how it works. Most people seem to gravitate towards those, those looks. Um, you're going to look a little more fit, a little bit bigger sometimes, and slightly more angular. So those are noticeable changes when you're used to seeing somebody who's a little more round at that point, which you're way past that phase, don't get me wrong. But going round to angular is, is a very big difference. Yeah, so by the time this comes out, I will have posted the update. I have a, um, I haven't posted it yet. We're a couple weeks behind as mm-hmm. you guys are listening i'm sure you picked up on it when we talk about holidays and it's like yeah. way past that holiday or ahead if you will 
But yeah, yeah. We're, we're way ahead of you. But so by then you will see, I have a photo that I just worked on that I'm going to post on social media here soon. And it was from 246 to 204. Nice. nice. That's going to be good. And there is such a dramatic difference looking at it. Like it's crazy. I'm, I can't wait to see this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even showed you guys yet. Yeah, I haven't I'm, seen I've it. got him in the I'm like, Michael sees yeah, everything. He sees it. That's true. I'm just you over here in the dark. Well, here, actually, just, <laughs> with everybody else. We're, we're gonna yeah. I'm just a pod, people. You can, <laughs> you can have a private release right in this moment here. Oh, my here. God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. That's some. The, the side profile makes it really the side awesome. profile is the one yeah. that's really. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even use the back. Back is so hard. We've talked it about It is hard, that. but you, really you can, you can see of... from the sides and, and yeah. where yeah. there were a little the bit love more handles. holes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well done, bro. This is great. The did front side shot? is definitely more visually drastic. Did yeah. you get a shot? Yeah, I did. Oh, by the way, I, there's a story there. Why? So I went to. I, I've been talking about how I was sick for that mm-hmm. week and mm-hmm. whatever, and I finally got med- medicine for yeah. uh, my sinus infection. But I went to just a minute clinic at CBS yeah. to grow up so I can get an antibiotic. And while I'm there, she's talking to me, and she was asking, she's like, oh, do you want to get your flu shot? And I was like, sure, while I'm here. Mm-hmm. She gives me the flu shot. And then at the end, she goes, okay, it's uh, $100. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah Why? Why is it not? I, I never pay anything. I have to I pay yeah. to protect I, the masses? I have health insurance. What do you mean? Yeah, your flu shot should be free. And she went, and apparently my insurance decided to not cover it there. Oh. Uh, so if I would have went anywhere else for a flu shot. It's free. But I had to pay $100. Uh. Was it fast enough that they could take the flu shot back out of you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you tell her to suck it out of your arm? <laughs> I was suck like, it out like poison. I, she was like, she felt really bad. The doctor felt yeah, really bad yeah. because she assumed that it was covered. Yeah. It would be covered too. And she's like, it normally would tell me, they didn't tell me at the screen. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, whatever. What am I going to do? Yeah. Like, but it was a freaking $100 difference. Yeah, screw like, that. Yeah, that's yeah. a big deal. I was For sure. I could have done a lot with 100 bucks. Well, yeah, you just made $100 <laughs> yeah. today. Well, yeah. That's yeah, true. Now go. you're even. Everything now evens out. How upsetting. Even, <laughs> as opposed to a head. <laughs> still sucks. That doesn't make it better, yeah. No. That's sucks. why I just don't get the flu shot. Let this be a lesson. <laughs> <I> normally, <laughs> so not to get into the whole idea of Shots or blah, yeah. blah blah blah, but I normally don't yeah. just out of like typically laziness or whatever. Like I have gotten it occasionally, like but I'm not like a dumb hoe. I need to get, get it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but I just happened to be there, yeah. and she was, and I was like, ah, sure, why not? Whatever. If it helps me not a little bit, not yeah. get the flu. Cool. I'll save a little bit of money maybe that way too. So yeah, sure. But not at a hundred bucks now. Yeah, I, I would have rather get the flu. It would have been cheaper. Yes, <laughs> it would have yeah. been cheaper. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to think you see what she way. did there? That was terrible. <laughs> so angry. It was just a joke at your expense. So, yeah, totally thrilled that I am down to 202. I have seen 201 on the, oh, on the scale. I know. But not oh, it's so close. Barely and he's, he's not even adhering to the calories yet. Wow. You're still averaging higher than the, the calories that are set, and you're still losing weight. The so sleep you wanna, thing has been humongous because my steps on average has, has been really yeah. that has have been so up. in the next week or two if you're actually able to most days adhere to the steps 
get your three workouts in and hit those calories a little more on, you'll be below 200 pounds within and one week. Was I really that off on my calories this past week? Damn it looked man. like you were averaging he closer you to out, like 2,200 so like ish. I know. Way to call me out, man. Uh, Victor, it's like I have this to is a podcast about uh, you or something. Uh, again, how weird. I'm letting you know how you're still winning <laughs> but not hitting the calories. I gave you, this is your biggest that, cut yet. That was the most backhanded compliment I think I've it gotten was a from little, you, Mike. Um, I, I have a question. There was a little what, backhanded. What did you cut his calories to? I cut him to 1,900. Oh, I didn't have that. Where's that? I didn't see that. What? I don't have that. How do you not have that? Look in your, your goals section. This is... Oh! Yeah. So that's Damn. in the other app. So I don't... What other app? Oh, not in my fitness pal. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah it's in Trainerize when I do the update. So then you can adjust your MyFitnessPal from that point. Oh, see, so I didn't even you know You didn't even that. know. So I was staying at 22 <laughs> as well gotcha, and still gotcha. losing weight. Yeah, see, I'm, well, I'm, hey, I love that for you because that, the what I'm more saying. calories so, the happier. So you're think, think about what you can do now. If we we're, we're putting you on a legitimate quote unquote cut at this yeah, point, you haven't done a, a big cut yet, and this will be a little bit tougher. So oh, wow, we're, that was all week. I didn't. You had me at 1900. Yeah. I didn't so even we're see we're it. looking at a one to two week <laughs> cut to see how it feels. Like you legitimately trying out cutting, and this is going to be one of those like mental check-ins for you. I want to see how you feel on this. I want to see how you are engaged with it, and we don't have to keep this long. I just want to put you in that dieting realm and also get you below 200 pounds by Thanksgiving. So you can be below 200 next week. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So that way, when you go into Thanksgiving and do your, your maintenance hit, um, and work out, we're going to be doing a little bit of body recomposition. So when you come out a few days to a week after that, your weight will kind of reset, um, to where you're actually at. You're going to blow up weight wise for water weight, uh, gut content, glycogen content, but we're going to put those calories to good use and put a little bit of muscle on you over that course of that two weeks and kind of do a diet reset. So we're, we're doing a full diet break. So as I've talked about diet breaks before, eating at maintenance or above, getting at least 150 grams of carbs per day, um, and, and then that, that weight training on top of that is, is going to effectively raise your, your metabolic hormones again, increase testosterone, um, lower cortisol, increase recovery. And so to get, it takes about seven ish days to get your hormones back up to optimal. And then it takes about four to seven days from that point to get full use out of those hormones. Um, so this is why I like a 14 day diet break at, at least where you're, you're at maintenance. <clears throat> Ideally it's maintenance. So you are still continuing to lose body fat and you'll end up losing more weight during that process because of your hormones ramping back up. However, this is the holidays. This is Thanksgiving. You're going in. I want you to eat and enjoy yourself, but still make sure you get enough protein. Yeah, totally. And then just sort of eat to, to satiate hunger levels. Try as much as you can the, the taste and waste. Get the, the good stuff. Make sure you're getting bites of, of everything, more than bites. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't feel like no, you I'm have to. Eat. Good, good. Yeah. But yeah. Try, and, try and build around the protein. You, you eat the protein first and then go for the fun stuff. You're well, going to have less room for that. I'm just saying. Good. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You love me some turkey. Perfect. So by the end of that, we'll, it'll take a little bit of time once we put you back to your calories for that, that gut content to kind of pass out, the glycogen content to deplete a little bit, and the water weight to kind of fall back off. So don't stress about the weight during that period. Weigh yourself if you want to, just to kind of see what happens during that process. Good. Just, and and I like that like, you're data-driven with that. It's yeah, not going to freak you I out. You've learned at this point not to freak out. And I'm trying to arm you well, with that knowledge I'm not it's not going to freak me out. I'm just it saying. It will a little bit, but it's going to yeah. be a controlled yeah. freak out. It would totally freak totally. me out. Yeah. And it's not even like, I will, I, 
I it's would just be hard to see that number that you worked really, really hard to yes. get down. And totally. that's why I want to hammer this I was gonna say, in. I'd be you lying were... if I said that, yeah. like, if I saw a higher number that I'm not going to be like, oh, but yeah. I'm also going to be like, I understand. This it, is on so purpose. It's, it's intentional. Correct. I'm yes. trying to get this correct. number to go up. Basically. And bear in mind, yes. over two weeks, even with you, if you're paying attention to the mostly taking in protein and then still having the fun stuff on top of that, you're not going to be able out eat all the garbage that you used to be able to do without focusing on the protein. So at most, you'd have a hard time gaining more than one to two pounds per week of actual body fat. And that would be a push. Yeah. That would be a push. I would like to briefly talk about Michael's birthday dinner that we did. (laughs) Oh, before you get to that story, (laughs) I want to say with the protein, speaking of that, we got our new order of True Nutrition. In. Nice. What's the Chrissy, results? Have you tasted all of them yet? Over there. Chrissy, you got Thank a you. thing over there. Yeah. Um, I got an orange cream. I see that. Oh. Just looked over at that. How is that? Dude. Based I'm off of your eyeballs right now, I'm assuming it's really good. I enjoy it. I think what I would do, in the because you can you can Adjust choose the flavor. on the amount yeah. of flavor, mm-hmm. I would do the light flavoring because mm-hmm. it's pretty strong. Like I can't do two scoops. I did a, a shake with two scoops yeah. in the milk because you know how I like to yeah, just yeah, do yeah, it in yeah. milk. We have the vanilla carb master. Yeah, but the vanilla with that is delicious. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It is really good. But yeah, if you're already adding flavored milk, you probably do want to go air towards Orange, so vanilla, creamsicle. Stuff, mm. I love that. Yes. That sounds it's a creamsicle. Yeah, and I don't usually go for the fruitier proteins, either, but I think but yeah. that would be really, really good. It's nice. What I liked about it, too, because like everything I've noticed in this realm of food with um, the protein powders and shakes and stuff, everything kind of leans towards chocolate feel like chocolate is the easy way to yeah, make stuff taste good and be proteiny. Mm-hmm. Everything's chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. But there's definitely times where I'm like, I, I, I don't want, want some, chocolate. I, want yeah. chocolate. Get yeah. it. I, I totally want something get sweet that. that's not chocolate. <coughs> Can I, See, what? I've grown to, to gravitate more towards the vanilla based or like the other kind of flavored stuff. I've never really resonated heavily with the, the chocolate. Yeah, like I can, you know, I can do a chocolate shake. For sure. Trying to do a chocolate shake like every day. Yes. But that's also why I like to have a variety. Yeah, absolutely. You know, most people don't want to spend the money, but if you buy two or three tubs of protein of of different flavors, one, you're going to have protein for two, three months. So that investment, while heavy on the front end, is your your powdered food over the course of two to three months. And then you have flavors, so you don't get bored as quickly. I'm also a terrible protein drinker. I like to eat my protein. No. I only have so many calories, so like if I'm not chewing my food, you know, when I'm ingesting, like it's right. not as satisfying. And honestly, you're, you're going to be... The, so I mix my protein powders into like food a lot. Your satiety is going to be a little bit nicer to do, but that's yeah. also why I like doing the uh, the protein pancake cake. Ugh. So that's, you still get to eat stuff. Yeah, Becky's you're still been, eating, yeah. yeah. So Becky's been... She loves baking, and yeah. so she's been really experimenting with protein, like mug cakes and stuff yeah, like yeah. that right now. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I do with it. the yeah. pancake mix, yeah. So she just made one the other day, because you'll throw like a handful of chocolate chips or something. Yeah. And, like, you and know what you like should cakes. do? She had me try they it. They really yeah, are. Pump, she, we have a, she bought a pumpkin spice ooh, ooh, ooh. One, that's good. Uh, protein powder, too, yeah. and did a pumpkin a pumpkin pie cake thing yeah. in a mug. Yeah. It was really good. That's I was bad. like, all right. That's fantastic. That sounds pretty good. The funny thing is you can even make that a dinner. You don't even have to have like... That's that's a B for D scenario. Breakfast for dinner. B and for D. We do love B for we D. We do love we, B for D. Um, I think you could do this orange cream thing as like as like an ice cream. You know how we do the the Greg Duchat ice cream? Yeah, that would be kind of fun. That would, that would be, be like kind of orange creamsicle-y, and then you can put whatever frozen. Which fruit I don't think you I've, I've thrown that recipe to you. So this this <coughs> Greg Duchat is uh what's what's the name of that book? I think it's. I don't know, I think it's called like Greg Doucette's cookbook. I can't no, remember. No, it's what like the, the Anabolic Cookbook or something. Anabolic. Oh, I think that's right. I think that's what it is. I think that's right. Highly recommend the buy. Greg Doucette is 
kind of hysterical and, and kind of shrill, but really, his recipes re- are good. <laughs> really, really knowledgeable. Um, I, I love his mindset on a lot of things. And this cookbook is like everything protein. He's got like protein-based French toast. It's all high-protein, low-calorie kind of options. And one of them that he does is ice cream. It eats like ice cream. It's got, you know, there's a couple different varieties where it's it's protein and blueberries, and it's the it's xanthan gum that, xanthan that gum thickens it up, which you don't need a lot of fruit and yeah. protein, and then, like, I think you put, like, ice and milk or something. I don't and really then you remember, blend the shit out of it, yeah. and it's an entire blender of, of a substance that literally eats like ice cream. And for the stuff that you put in, it's high protein, and the entire filled blender is about 400 calories. And it's... And a tremendous I mean, amount of protein. It kind of scratches that edge it a little really bit. It really does. Yeah. I've been... Have in my freezer currently Halo Tops. Mm, I buy, Halo tops. and I, it's a decent thing. I just yeah, you don't get that kind of creaminess that I I yeah. crave from ice cream for this. Halo so Tops sucks for the creaminess. Nyx is pretty okay as a low so calorie. Tried that. Depends creamier. which Halo Top you get. They have one that's a light ice cream. That's actually oh, that sounds better. Cream. Okay, yeah. yeah, the Halo Top light ice creams are actually pretty right. good. Okay, um, but then yeah, the other ones they're not God, they're like. Bad. You, you they're like icy. Melt. You something. have to let them melt a little bit. I've noticed. Yeah, like you can't eat them right. They're convenient to just buy something like and go. Show. But yeah. if, if you're willing to take the, if you have all the ingredients on hand and you're willing to take the literally five minutes <laughs> to make this ice cream, you can eat an entire thing of ice cream, and it's like it's essentially a, a high protein meal at that point. And it's got, you know, fruit and stuff in it. So you're getting yeah. your fiber, you're getting your micronutrients, you're getting your protein, and you're fucking eating. I'll, ice cream. I'll send you the recipe when yeah, I get home. Also, too. that's something I would we would try. Um, so we took Michael to a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> really, it was like, what should we do for Michael? And I was like, well, he likes protein, so he let's does. take him somewhere with does. unlimited amounts of that. Clutch idea. So we yeah. went to Hilton Head, and um, we show up. First Aaron, off, Aaron drove. Shout out to Aaron. Sorry, a Brazilian steakhouse <laughs> is um, you sit down, and these what do they call them? Gauchos. Gauchos. gauchos the gauchos yeah. come around with literal like sticks of different meats, and then they just you have a little a little coastery thing. And you got it on green. It's like bring me the meats. I never. And then you can it flip red. it over if you're like a loser. But mainly, <laughs> you keep it green. And then they bring you unlimited meats. Yeah, they're big skewers of big slabs skewers of, of meat. just different like types two of two or three foot skewers. Where, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's ask. like you know little chunks or whatever. But yeah. anyway, yeah. it was super tasty. So we brought our scale, but we didn't tell Michael. <laughs> so when he got out of the car, we made him weigh himself, and then we were like, "All right, bro." Let's get after How it. many pounds can you yeah. put on? So everybody he, was guessing the over and we under. We totally all shorted him. We had no faith. They really kind of throttled us a little bit. So we we're like, there's no way he's gotten like that much stuff in. <laughs> and uh, he was like 204 or 203.4, something like that. Yep. Going in, and he came out at two ten exactly. I guessed, and I guessed it. That was I nailed the two ten. He 210 nailed it. I think it was going to be two ten. We're like, no way! You put on that many pounds just eating six point six pounds, and also like three slices of cheesecake I and did a eat bottle three of wine. Slices of cheesecake, yeah, oh. so Very impressive. Half I, a bottle of wine. So that's only twelve ounces right there, and I only had like two glasses of water. So I'm looking at like, you know, maybe a pound and a half, two pounds ish of fluids. Yeah, so a I, lot I mean, of I ate meat. about four pounds and of, some of meat and cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. That, so. I heard this story from Aaron. Yeah. I saw Aaron last night <laughs> at the tournament when he beat me in the finals. And yeah, I watched that game, too. I happened to pull up the cameras. Really? Yeah, uh, and I watched Aaron just uh, annihilate Victor. Close? And I was like, wonder who's playing. And then I see Victor come out of nowhere, and he's like, <laughs> throws his hands was up Was that a air. winning throw up? I don't think it was. And I was like, oh. oh no. Not the side tangent into the pool game that nobody's going to really care about. <laughs> but so I, the only two losses I had all night was, was Aaron. He yes. knocked me Such in the loser's dick, bracket and then back. But the first game... So I broke, I made three balls on the break, and I was hooked. No shit. After that, and I couldn't, I didn't have a shot. I didn't yeah. have a single oh. shot. So I had Did to try, you try and play, and play defense, D? Yeah. but on an open table. 
Like he, I know. He, yeah, right, yeah. Ball. any ball. Yeah. <laughs> You're screwed. And so, he's Aaron. I yeah. tried <laughs> to defense to hook him, and I missed it by like an eighth of an inch. Like if it was an eighth of an oh. inch rolled more, I, he would have been completely hooked. Yeah. And he ran out from there. That was the only shot I had. He's such a dick. The next game, <laughs> such I a played him. Yeah. It was the finals. He broke. Because he won the lag. He broke. Yeah. He ran out. But his shot right before the eight, he messed up. It bounced off some balls. Yeah. And it was behind two balls be- for the eight. It was really cool. Except the two balls were split just enough that the only path he had through those two fucking balls was to shoot the that where he could make the eight ball. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Oh, by the way, he's also one of the luckiest people I've ever met. He I was is. Like, you, that's what I was mad about. He's the worst. That's the part that I was mad about. Not that he ran out of me. Like, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. He would have had a, like, a really yeah. good run out. But he got super, like, He of always course, gets super lucky. You're he so does. good to he begin really with. Does. Yeah. And then you get this BS role that, like, Gives you, I was like, no way. I tell man. you what, I so love, much talent. In I such love a playing on package. Aaron's team. If he's on my team, I'm in. If he's not on my team, I'm rooting against him because he just wins at everything. And I'm he like, does. you need more he losses. Really does. <laughs> you need more losses in life. You need to get humbled, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, God, so, so you um, heard the story from him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I, that's right. So I heard, so, and he, he had me guess that what. We, oh, how did you go? I guessed like I thought. I said to you twelve that I was like he probably put on like nine pounds. I was like, oh, Victor had faith. Had they not throttled us down, <laughs> I know, I, I think so. Have. Now, having well, seen yeah. it be 210, I'm like, dang. Because no, I, I was I not done gained, eating. I said you gained almost, I said you were, I was like, because he said, he told me the cheesecake first that you had ate, what, four slices of cheesecake? Three slices. Three. Let's not get carried away. I think he might have said four. <laughs> I don't remember what he said. But I was like, just the weight of that alone, because they're so dense. Cheesecake they're dense, is so dense yeah. and heavy. I was like, he probably gained like 12 pounds. Michael I was like, that was my guess. not eat it like it was dense. But just put it No, I did not. So when we went there, we went to, I've been to that exact same Brazil. Brazilian steakhouse. I love Brazilian It's the only Brazilian steakhouse. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place. Yeah. And when we went, it was Father's Day. So there was no throttling anybody down. God, I love that. Because there was continuous, like, there was packed. The whole place was full. Mm -hmm. So it was always coming around, coming around, coming around. But what they did the one time that I was there, I feel like I'm, I don't want to name, did we name the place? No, I, I haven't name named it. it. Yeah, I don't want to name it. Name it yeah. This is the I mean, only Brazilian steakhouse near Savannah. You do your own research. Google yeah. it. <laughs> However, um, I was not thrilled because so I went and there was a specific cut of meat that I want. I mm-hmm. love lamb. Lamb oh, is like yeah. one of my favorite meats of all time. Good, yeah. I'm a huge fan lamb. as well. You know, all lamb is grass fed. Write that down. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want, I wanted lamb. I went there yeah. expecting lamb and I wanted the Lego lamb in particular because mm-hmm. I love like lamb. And I waited. Is he saying Legoland? Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. He loves Legoland. Okay. Me right. too, bro. Carry on. <laughs> and so I waited and waited and waited for it to come out. And I was like, I kept saying no to stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to get full before yeah. the like, lamb comes out. Full. And I, <laughs> What is that? <laughs> Us mere mortals, yeah. we tend to get full. <laughs> um, but I waited and waited and waited, and it never came out. Finally, I was like, I kept asking. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm waiting for the leg of lamb. Where's the leg of lamb? Like, and I think they had to then pull it out and actually make, make it. Because I was acting, asking for it specifically. Gaucho, yeah. more like Groucho. Oh, well, I, I think they were trying to like, more lamb. Because it was so busy. Yeah. yeah. They were yeah, trying we kept, to like, we, it was not busy. And we kept kind of, yeah, basically, they kept coming. First of all, they asked us what temperature we wanted our meat. So everyone's like, mid rare. Right? I, I want rare. rare. Michael for, yeah. said rare, but we just ignored him and we said mid rare. That's true. They did. And then we got pretty much all, like, everything was just over, overcooked. It was upsetting. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was it was just later, I think. So they yeah. stopped it kind was of like coming a by the day. table regularly. It was like a Tuesday night. Like, and it hit like 9 o'clock when they're closing. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to keep them bringing out meat at this point. Yeah. Let's just let's move to dessert. Yeah. 
So I don't know if I would have gotten a full 12, but I guarantee I could have gotten 10 pounds. Yeah, I think you I could have if they no. didn't throttle you and no. you're bringing you like yeah, the good, perfectly I cooked meats. Because I, I thought I was I th- thought I f- was getting an inkling of being full, but then I burped and then I was good. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I have a question. We talk about all the time, not as if we don't go on million tangents, but we talk all the time about how you do these crazy meals. Like yeah. you just eat so much food. When and what meal was the most full that you have ever been, or have oh, you never what a actually fun experienced? Question. That's a yeah. great question. I the most full I've ever been is always Thanksgiving. And talk for a while because really. I'm gonna eat my donut. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Dig well, in. what about like if you're drinking a bunch of beer? Because beer kind of makes you feel full. If I know I'm gonna eat a ton, I don't. Yeah, drink I don't beer. drink a bunch of beer. And, and honestly, for me, um, I drink a lot of water while I eat, so I don't really drink much during the process of eating. I will drink before and I'll drink after. I don't drink a lot of alcohol during a meal. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird thing that I do. Um, well, when I'm eating, I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to wash my food down with booze. Like, it just isn't, yeah. I would like a nice swig of water. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm taking big swigs of booze. while I'm eating, typically. That, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at. You don't, like, you don't drink like, any I'll, liquid? Not typically. Like, I, I never intentionally did it, but I, I've noticed myself numerous, numerous times throughout the years. I always think that's interesting. I, after I'm done eating, I'm like, oh, I haven't even touched my drink. My yeah. grandfather was like that. He never drank anything. Yeah, but like, I, I need beverage. When no, I'm I, I have to have beverage when I eat, yeah. period. Yeah. But I, I think I realized <laughs> early doing on. it now on purpose to oh. slow myself down oh, okay. eating so that I become full. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have done it now on purpose. But if I just don't think about it, I don't really drink when I, while I'm no. eating anything. I think I figured with, with when it comes to alcohol, since I drink so much while I'm eating just to keep food going yeah, down. Yeah, you be drunk. Yeah, I, I, I would expensive. tear through an alcoholic beverage at yeah. that point. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of that? Yeah. So, and, and I like to, at this point in my life, I don't like to be completely obliterated. I, I like to just socially drink, sip on it. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not going to chase a buzz every now and then. But yeah. So Thanksgiving, you think, <clears throat> is your full Thanksgiving is almost always because I will literally eat till I'm completely stuffed. And then I will still eat dessert until I'm double stuffed, which is a thing I could do. And then I have... You're like an Oreo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> then I have to go take a nap. <clears throat> and but I'm I'm so uncomfortable. I, it takes me like half an hour to fall asleep, and then I wake up an hour later, and then I eat again. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. And you're just wearing some nice. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to think time. of like the last. Well, shit! It had to be the the five and a half pound cheesecake and half gallon of milk. Oh, that was probably the. the We've most definitely made you do some stupid eating things. Like remember yeah. when you ate those huge boxes of cereal? How'd you feel after that? Not great, but the reason I didn't feel great from that was I made the mistake of pouring all the cereal in the huge bowl, which uh. I like visually, aesthetics-wise. It's fun to see the bowl go down, but and the cereal warms Ugh. up. Yeah. It's soggy, I don't necessarily mind, as long as the, ce- the milk and cereal the is still kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, milk was hot, and Whoa. it was soggy, and I'm still just trying to crunch it down, and then the next bowl comes in, I go through the same process. Yeah, eating your food when it's like, so the other day I air-fried some pizza, <clears> but then I forgot about it, So then I, and then I also burnt it, so... When I finally got around to eating, it was cold and burnt. And I was like, this is bad. See, I don't, I, <laughs> the cold thing doesn't phase me. In fact, when I was in high school, I used to eat everything cold, like pizza and everything, just mm-hmm. pull it out of the fridge and eat it, even like leftover Chinese, like everything cold. Yeah. My mom was like completely disgusted. My brother and I, was I used also to say like all the this. time, I'm like, I'm just training for college. I'm just getting ready for college. Yeah. I'm just training for college. <laughs> but apparently it's a genetic thing because my son doesn't know this, but he eats everything cold. He gets pissed. If you warm up pizza, take pizza out of the fridge and you warm it up, he starts screaming, I didn't want it warm. I didn't want it cold. <laughs> I'm surprised he, that many people just naturally gravitate towards cold pizza. I also he like cold pizza. What I don't like cold. is pizza that I heated up, burnt, let sit in the air fryer, forgot about, and then had to eat yeah, it. Like no, that's, that's Bro, room college, temperature and burnt. I would burnt. eat pizza that had been sitting in the box <clears throat> for two days. I mean, in college, I'm a semi-classy I, adult at this point. I, I will garbage ate ramen that. noodles <laughs> out of the microwave with 
a plastic knife in college because that's all we had. So <laughs> a I plastic feel you. knife? How yeah, do you we, eat ramen noodles yeah, with plastic knives? Very nice. carefully. <laughs> it was not good. We didn't have a fork. All we had was a plastic <laughs> knife. Do you have two knives? So you do a semi chopstick kind of scenario? How do you do that? I actually ended up bending it and trying to like use it to scoop. <laughs> like oh, a hook? Yeah, like a hook. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, yeah. man. I was getting the noodles I, in. I would have just drank it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so did you get the, did you pass down the story Aaron gave you? Or did we brush right past that? Oh, no, he I was, was saying that I guessed. He was just guessing your weight. And he I, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Got, that's gotcha. what I was All saying. Right. So, yeah. When I, so that's what, and, but Aaron said, said, he told me the cheesecake part first. That's why mm. I guessed that's 12 right. pounds. That's mm-hmm. right. Because I was like, oh, he ate three slices. Uh, well, he gained 12 <laughs> pounds. Because of the meat and mm-hmm. that, that cheesecake, it's easily 12 pounds. Because yeah. 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 cheesecake is just so heavy. It's very I dense. That's why I said very that. Dense. Yeah. I love I love cheesecake. But actually, but it does these not cheesecakes love me, weren't so I don't super dense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a little more. Yeah, they weren't because I got a whole slice of cheesecake down after eating as well. Yeah. So did you guys touch the buffet at all? Because I know all these Brazilian steakhouses. You got to be careful with buffets. the buffet. I got like a one caprese. I got uh, what else? I oh, I got a, a few beets. Literally a few beets. beets and then I got a big bowl of the mushrooms and like gravy. Oh, yeah. That's what I put on the meat as it comes out. My brother taught me that. They have a really nice buffet there too. Because we took the kid. We they had, do have my a nice daughter buffet. was was there. I don't think my son was born yet when we went. So it's been a few years yeah. since we went. And they have a really nice spread. They nice do have a nice spread. They had they had they mashed had potatoes. They had rice. Last time we were there. Yeah, they but that's that's like the gingerbread house and the witch's lure. And you're in. I'm not going to the buffet when I got meats to eat. Meats to eat. Meats. Meats to, to eat. eat. Yeah, the meat is fantastic. The house meat. Did they? What I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, they they did come out with the, it. Was yeah, pretty I think good. they just sort of said house meat, or was yeah. that the sirloin? No, it's, it's it I, the ribeye was my favorite. I think it was your favorite. I think that was the house one. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like the. Uh, the pinche, I think that's what it's called. Le pinche? pinche? <laughs> uh, that doesn't Something sound right. That sounds like a, a bad word. It is. Oh, right. It is? <laughs> yeah. Aren't oh. you Hispanic? <laughs> sort of. Sort of. All right. <laughs> We're both very sort of Hispanic, yeah. All I can I think mean, of when you say pinche is pinche cabrón. Pinche pendejo. <laughs> or that one. So, yes, I'm uh, actually 100% Hispanic, but we I'm are also bilingual. 100% American. <laughs> Because I have been Latin American, born. Central American, <laughs> yeah, if you're American South you're American. To at least know all the cuss words. <laughs> I don't. I'm right. a good boy. Apparently not. Yeah, people I'm always say that's me. You're eating pinche steak. They're always like, "Oh, don't you know all the cuss words?" I'm like, "No," because I grew Spanish and English were I learned them at the same time as a kid growing yeah. up. You know, and uh, oh really? They, yeah, they don't teach you the cuss words when you're a child. Go figure. And <laughs> oh, then <laughs> that makes they also sense. don't teach it to you in school. So I was oh. like. Yeah, no, I don't really learn all the cuss words. The only ones I know are the ones like heard my they dad should, and mom just so say, like you if know? you're out and about, you know if you're being cursed at. You <laughs> know, get out of a bad scenario. They get should teach you. If you hear someone yelling this at you, you I should feel like <laughs> you can oh, just hello. pick up the attention. I don't Hi, need to we're getting language. lots of attention. You know, yeah. Oh, well, my dad is a Cuban man, and they speak like a thousand miles a minute. He's very hard to understand, and like he would yell at me in Spanish, and like I don't even know what he was saying. I just know that I this is bad. Something up. Something's wrong. Did something wrong. Yeah, good time. Oh, so you were uh, pretty sore from your workouts, huh? Yeah, what was that about? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, the last, I, that's actually one of the things I wanted to bring up was the, the new block. Well, that we I want to know oh, one, one how, how quickly you recovered from that, two, how hard you pushed through that, um, and did you, you know, have an issue getting through the whole workout? So, um, I just switched training blocks. Mike, you put me on a new block that yeah, includes. RPT. Yeah, reverse mm. pyramid training. One of my favorite styles of training. Had ne- I didn't know any of this stuff, so I never heard of it. I had to read. I was like, what do I got to do here? How does this work? <laughs> what am I doing? So uh, since I'm brand new to it, why don't you describe what RPT Roger that. is? So RPT was made, I mean, it's been an established style of training for a while. 
But I first learned about it through uh, Martin Burkan, who's the guy who made intermittent fasting um, kind of famous Popular. and popularized. Now, it's, it seems to be re-coming around. Everybody's forgotten about Martin Burkan, but this dude, he had a, a great writing style, real sarcastic, real asshole-ish, but amusing at the same way. Um, strong as hell, really dug into reverse pyramid training, puts out a lot of good information. So leangains.com is where you're going to find him. Uh, still worth a read, still very, very relevant. So reverse pyramid training is essentially where you warm up, but you are lifting the heaviest weight that you're going to lift for the day while you're the most fresh. So you'll after see a, you warm up. Correct. Always yeah. after you warm up. You're not just going for the, and a the warm max up consists lift. Of- I like, and again, he, he did this is where I came did as well. And I've, I've altered it for myself, but 40, 60, and 80% of the weight that you're going to lift for your top set, you'll do just four reps at each one of those stops. Put a couple minutes in between each warm-up set, and then a good three to five minutes prior to lifting your main big set, but then you go all out on that set with good form, obviously. So you're looking to max out, and, and this top set is what you're going to gauge whether or not you increase the net weight the next week or stay with the same weight, because I like to give that, that rep range. So if I assign a three to five rep range for your, your top set of, of reverse pyramid training, if you only get three reps in for your max effort, you stay with that weight from one week to the next until you hit five or more. Now, I have people, some people, too, in their head, they're like, I stopped at five. You know, okay, but did you have more in you? Always go for max effort on those within one to three reps of failure, obviously. It's just the cue. That range is simply the cue to whether or not you increase by five, 10 pounds, whatever, depending on the lift. And then you keep increasing until you're back down to three reps. And that's, that's how you progressively overload over a long, long period of time. Do you drop the weight in following mm-hmm. sets? You do. Okay. So depending on how many sets you have, after that top set, you will drop about 10% of the weight. And that should give you enough of a weight drop for you to get an extra rep or two in. I couldn't do exactly 10% because of the weights. Like, I would mm-hmm. needed weird weight. No, and, and I get that. So opt for higher than 10% as opposed to lower. I, I think I got to as close as I could get, yeah. whether it was higher or lower. I don't remember go, exactly what I did. Go higher than, go than, higher 10%, than 10%. That way, because you're guaranteed to get a, a good one or two more reps in. So you're putting a little more volume on the muscle. And lowering the risk of kind of injury, which again, if you're lifting well, you're not going to injure yourself, but remember that injury scales with load. So you've already done your main, main top set. That's the real moneymaker right there. Now we're going to put a little bit more volume on the muscle, still increase that neural efficiency. I like that for the thought lift. process. It's nice to think about just as I do generally do it the opposite yeah. way. I've never really thought about doing it reversed, but like, yeah, being able to crank out your heaviest set when you still, you know, cause you're kind of tying yourself out doing Correct. working your way up yep. there. So kind of like that concept. Yeah. It's reverse pyramid training. So obviously pyramid training would be the opposite route where you're doing, and I, I do this every once in a while too, when I'm just looking <laughs> to put volume on, on the exercise where I'll do my warm up set is 15 reps, but I know I'm choosing a weight that I'm going to about max out at 15 reps. So my first set is light enough that I can use it as a warm-up set, but I'm mm-hmm. still pushing kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Then I will add some weight, and then I'll push for 12-plus reps. Then I'll add some weight, and I'll push for 10-plus reps, and I'll do you know pyramid training at that point, and then I'll come back down. So I'm getting a lot of volume on that muscle, but with lighter weight, and I never go you know below like eight reps as far as that goes. So I'm, I'm hitting that medium to higher rep range at that point. And but we've talked about that before. Where I'm, I'm doing a daily undulating periodization, which is daily a fancy undulating. way of saying that sounds like a word you would like. Yeah, Victor, <clears throat> undulating. It's a fancy way of saying that the workout and reps and such change from one workout to the next. But I'm getting most rep ranges account or all rep ranges accounted for based off of those workouts. So every other deadlift slash back workout I do is going to be strength to volume, and every other you know squat workout I do is going to be strength 
to volume. So I'm not just hammering intensity and, and high strength every workout. I'm getting through the, the maximum amount of, of ranges. And it helps for me with motivation, too, to know that I don't have to come in and go for a PR today. Let's put some, some reps, put some volume on the muscle. Let's really, really practice form. Let's shoot for that burn. And I'm going to hit it real hard for strength the next workout. I did like the idea of actually trying for a PR because yeah. I haven't done that yet. Okay. I haven't done so like the fir- this first one. In fact, I didn't even – so apparently when you switched all that stuff, it was after – or the day of the pod or whatever we did it that mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah. Because I didn't realize that there was a workout that day. So I didn't work out that day. And then the next work, I was like, oh, he put new workouts in. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I went to go do the workout on Wednesday. I was in there. I was like, oh, sweet. I did the workout. And then later in the week, I went to look back at Monday for something. I don't remember. And I was like, I missed a workout. There was a workout in there. I didn't see it. So I didn't end up doing that I had that it in one. there by the afternoon. And you're saying you usually like to work in the yeah, evening. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes yeah. you just miss stuff. That's fine. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, that Monday was crazy. Yeah, anyway, our schedule's been crazy. But the first one I ended up doing, I think, was the squat strength. No, the b- bench press strength was the first one that you have. Gotcha. workout that you have in for me. So I just wanted to go back and see what I did. Yeah, my sets were way too many reps. So I have to really increase the Increase weight. weight. And again, that comes but from I confidence know. in knowing what you can lift. So yeah. that was a big part of it is I mm-hmm. have was like, I don't, I, so I you went don't know. Of, Sometimes you don't know where to start. You got to start yeah. somewhere. I had done the bench in one of my early mm-hmm. things, but some of these workouts he has in here, I've never done before. Correct. Mm-hmm. These moves. So th- there's going to so be an, an adaptation guessing. period yeah. for so sure. So I remember you sending me a text message that said that your legs hurt. That's what I yeah. was. What were you doing? So that was the first day was the bench press. And I, when I was able to, that's what I was, I'm, I'm getting to that. Yeah. Okay. So I started with this bench press one. And I felt like I pushed pretty good. Good. Um, and, like, I was failing, like, on the bench. And I, like, the last one, I was, like, creaking out my last okay. set on, to get on for each one, for every, yeah. for every set. Nice. And I increased. The first one I did was 10 and then 11 and 12 reps. Beautiful. That was what I was able I was able to only get out one more every time I dropped the weight. Um, but, yeah, see, this one was a little less than 10%. I did less than 10% both times. I, I dropped... It was 135 was what I started at, yep. and then I dropped 10 That's pounds. a crippy. What? You can bench a crippy. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. I was like, you can bench that already? You're doing great. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I was like, whoa. <clears throat> yeah, so I, and I dropped it, and but that's that 10 reps, so I can actually do apparently more. So I Yeah, absolutely, more you can. That. Yeah. Yeah, it would be kind of fun to do, uh, find your, you know, your little one rep maxes. Yeah, that's what nope, I'm... Nope, 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 nope. I, no, I mean, not, not no. without me there. You're not quite ready for that. And honestly, looking for a one rep max is not something somebody needs to do on a regular basis or, or hardly ever. Looking for, like, say, a, a three rep max would be a little better. You can even plug that into a, a guess max They give you the guesstimates. Yeah. You yeah. can put that into a max rep calculator, which you can look online. You'll get, you'll get close. If it you ever really yeah, want to go for it, yeah, it but I, my, I don't know what that app is. One my is based estimated off of. one rep max, it says based off of what I've done, is mm-hmm. 180. Nice. That's my my estimated one. I never really go for a little one rep max PR because I'm just like <laughs> generally afraid of hurting myself. Right. But, yeah. you know, if I, I was like a dude, I would probably do it, some It's dumb weird. Shit, it seems counterintuitive, but if shit. I haven't worked out for a while, instead of putting a lot of volume and intensity on, that's going to just make me super sore, which I'm not generally opposed to, but I've had a lot of work on set. Lately, and I don't really need to be overly sore and not able to perform. Um, so those, those days, I'll literally work up to just a he- one heavy pull, where I might have been able to go for two-ish, but that's my top set, and then I'm just kind of done. So I'm not putting enough to really, really get sore, and I'll get a little sore. So that, that, was, that was the night when I had the gym put together, and I was like, I am getting a damn workout in. Yeah. And I, I hadn't pulled 
over yeah, 400 pounds for a while. Yeah, I pulled 435 and it came up nice and easy. Yeah, I was look kind good. of surprised. Thank you. So that's why I got so sore. So anyway, so this first, I did the, the bench press and I really pushed, but apparently <clears> I've been <throat> using those muscles more. Or I'm less likely to get sore because I was a little sore after I did yeah. the bench, but I wasn't too bad. So I was like, sweet. So I just assume that works for everything. No, legs are a different beast. <laughs> legs are weird. They are. And, and one of the reasons why I think is because if you're going through a full range of motion, which, again, is for you, but if you're getting a full and fuller range of motion, the range, full range of motion for legs is like, what, one and a half times as, yeah. as long as it is for a full range of motion on Yeah, bench you're press under tension arms. a lot longer probably Correct. too. Yeah. That's just, it's a much longer range of motion. So if you try and do like, a, a cadence for four seconds down on bench press and two seconds up. Like you're literally having to force that to slow down when it comes to a squat four seconds down. It's like, yeah. fuck that, that lasted the whole time. Anyways, I'm yeah. just, that's my natural pace. It's just, it's a longer range of motion. Yeah. Legs are a different piece. Also like so you just so have to use them for everything, yeah. you know? Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. kind of sucks. We got to start having these pods about this information prior to me. I like the way oh, that we we're doing it, right? Because <laughs> this is how a lot of people are experiencing. They're like, yeah, so I went in the gym and I blasted chest and it was easy peasy. And so I didn't like demolish my legs and I haven't walked in a week. And now I haven't <laughs> worked like, out in a year. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Cause that, that's another thing too. You get a lot of, of trainers out there. that are like, well, I got to make sure they really feel it. They really got to sweat and they really got to be sore. Well, yeah, but then no many, one wants to fucking do I it. I know, afterwards. and too many yeah. people think that that's the mark of a good workout, and it's not. That's the mark of you've just changed something up, or you've done much different volume than you have. And a lot of those people who are brand new to the mix now yeah. don't ever want to fucking work out no. again. So I one, the it. trainers lost a client, yeah. and two, they pushed somebody out of the mix that they could have really, really feathered in and, yeah. and helped them find traction. Nine months in, I got super sore. I'll explain what I why what I did, but. And now I'm, it didn't it didn't stop me. But I remember when I started, you were worried about one of the early podcasts. And... Well, remember I I said I felt like a freaking baby giraffe. Yep. Like my legs were yep. like not working right. I literally like if we weren't doing the podcast at that point, and I hadn't already paid you to do you be think my you coach quit, and stuff, right? I might have quit. Yeah. Because I was like, F this. I don't want to feel like this. Yeah. I can't do this. It's really, right. really, really important for people to hear that you don't feel like that all the time, Correct. particularly and if you're consistent. And that's why I asked you how quickly you recovered, because this is super, super important. So with the bench press, I was a little sore one, like a day. And yeah. I felt good. By the next workout, I was like, okay, which was two days later. Yep. Two days later, I was like, cool. And because I recovered that quickly, I was like, I feel, and I pushed hard. I felt like I pushed really pretty yeah. hard on the, on the bench. So I was like... Cool, because I did it on purpose. I pushed hard on purpose because I haven't been pushing. I feel like I've been pushing at like 85. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I haven't really given it that 95, mm -hmm. 100% yeah. really push because I'm so worried about being sore or hurting myself or something. And I want to be able to keep going. But I was like, I'm going to try it. This RPT thing, this is different. Let me let me just give it a shot here. I do. So I did a little bit more weight. than That was the most, I that 135 was the most I've ever put up. Yeah. Because I went back and looked at what I had done before. And I was like, well, I was repping about this. So let me throw another 10 pounds on or something. Yeah. Like, and I'm probably a little stronger now. So let me try. So I put a little bit more up. Which apparently I can even put a little bit more up. You can. But, but again, take your time so you don't yeah, plateau. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to increase it probably by like 10 pounds. Like five I'm pounds for upper little... body, 10 pounds for lower body oh, if you five, really so want I'll to. Oh, five. So I'll put increase yep. to the 140. Okay. So I'll do that. Um, but then when I did the squat, I also felt really good. Good. Like I didn't feel... My knee is still not 100%. I don't think I'm ever going to be at 100%. There's something I think just up with this Maybe. knee. Maybe. We'll, we'll yeah. keep working on it. But I'm not in pain it's yeah. not hurting me to go downstairs which when we started Again, all this at least once a week you need to come over to the house and we'll put you on the sled, the sled. more than that if i yeah. can get you to but at least once a week yeah. we'll really I start to put that in there. Start to doing that 
Um, I know we've been talking about that for eight months, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, we have lives. So I started pretty heavy. I think I started at the heaviest that I had ever done. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I was afraid with the knee and stuff. So I still wanted to put weight, but I just was like, well, I'm going to hit more reps than what he has in the rep thing. But I, I'm, I'll which is fine. It's some or weight. again, if you already know you're going to do that, just slow it down. And so I did 225. I squatted 225. Nice. And I did 10, 10 reps Good God. at 225. And I felt that was the most reps I had done at 225. Yeah. And I just kind of kept going. I was like, and I got to do, I probably could have eked out one or two more. I'm afraid to really, really push because that's of fine. my knee. Remember, one to three reps. Yeah. So that's so fine. So I probably could have eked out a little bit more where I, when I do on the bench, I did do that. Right. But then I dropped the weight 20 pounds and I was able to knock out 12, like no problem. And then I dropped it down another 20. And went down the 185, and I did 15. And I was like, at the 15, I was like, I felt like I could probably do a couple more, but I was like, I'm going to give it a break. Yeah. So I didn't even push as hard as I had. True. Yeah. But you put <laughs> a lot more volume than you've done yeah. so far. But, so and that's, that's kind of why I want to talk. Why, why, the point that I want to make on that is, like, you have to really be conscious yes. about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not knowledgeable enough yet to be conscious that I'm making no but that but what so you bad. did was you got a great fucking workout and so being conscious is only as far as what do you have the next day or two days and is it really gonna fuck you up and early on I think it would have but this far into your training process you're like ah oh, I'm a little sore but you're going to get over it fairly quickly and then the day dumbbell stationary lunges on top <laughs> of that so there I didn't realize how much of a difference I I <laughs> I don't know if you put if you saw in the notes for that day. I was like F lunges. The <laughs> <laughs> lunges are really hard. awful. F lunges. And he's F not even doing the, the split squats know. yet. Yeah. Any yeah. kind of like worse. a single good, leg good. Single type stuff is, stuff is, is rough, just but it's so good the for you. I didn't thing. realize the difference though. I was gonna say the elevate. I've been doing a lot of the elevated. That's what you had yeah. me doing yep. before. Well, this one's not elevated now. Mm-hmm. What a difference yeah. that makes. Yeah. Why does that make such a huge difference? Ugh. It's not that much of an elevation. It's, it's, it's a, a freaking plate. I know, man. It's like an inch and a half, two inches yeah. up. Why does that make such a huge difference? It just does. It's, it's a just, different it's variation, so and it allows you, like if it's a front foot elevated, it allows you to put more into the quads, get a deeper range of motion there. And if it's a rear foot elevated, it's taken less of that stability from the ground and balanced out and... and you know, you're you're still again. It's it's the more we isolate that front leg, the more. But I went from the front elevated to nothing mm. elevated. It's right. just this was just a regular lunge, and that was worse. <laughs> like so, I finished. I did the same weight that I've been doing. It's the heaviest dumbbells I have. I have thirty yeah. fives, so I I held both of them, and I do so, I do the single legs with seventy pounds. That's ballsy. And that's why your legs hurt so much. Yeah, but that's you do not need that doing. much weight to do single leg stuff. I mean, I, that's what I've been doing. So I was like, I'll stick with this. Yeah. But that was following the RPT. And so the com- combination of those two, I was like, oh. yo, <laughs> my legs are sore. And mm. I wasn't even anywhere. I was really sore. And I was complaining to you guys that I was what sore. What was your I recovery time frame? So that one took a little bit longer. I sure yeah. bet it when did. I, 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 I but I was okay yet. It was like two days. Yeah. So yeah. like the other one, I, by the end of the first day, I was like, so like I was, I was sore a little bit, but I wasn't too bad. And then the next day, uh, for when I did my new workout, I was like, well, I'm, I, let me stretch and like make sure I'm good. But I was able to get through the next workout. And the next workout was pool. I'm, I'm kind of, I know I don't normally do this, but I'm going through this because I, I've re- this new block. I really like this new block. Good. I like the idea of it, and it's different. And I didn't think I would care with the workouts are different, but I, I apparently yeah. I do care. Good. It works. But the next one was a pool volume. Mm-hmm. Yo, Romanian deadlifts. Yeah. It was kind of cool, 
but I was I didn't know how much weight to use. Go I light on those had, and go slow. I yep. I kind of did. So I did way more reps. Again, I I tend to do a lot more reps than what you put in because I'm like afraid of extra weight. That's fine. So what I like to do if, again, if you know it's going to be lighter than the rep range, do I I like a four seconds down, two seconds up cadence. That's four it's along up, with German up. volume training, but we're not necessarily doing that here. So take your time on the way down. Really sit those hips back. Keep your abs tight. So again, it's it's a core workout. It's a, a yeah back read, workout. It's a hamstring workout. Like you're you're getting and everything. And a hand in the mix. workout, man. True. My so we are, are increasing really grip getting, as well. Yeah, yep. like I can feel my fingers start to go a little bit. That was on some of these on these pool ones, especially. Yeah. By the time I did, because you ended it with the chin ups. By the time we got to the chin-ups, like if I right now just go and try to do pull-ups, I could probably do about five. Nice. That's but fantastic. I could only muster three and barely three yeah. for each set because okay. it was a little bit of like I was my I was a little fried by then. Yeah. Um my my uh um biceps were a little fried and my uh my grip, my hands. Yeah, was it was more than like I just couldn't hold on much longer with my fingers. Like that was that so was. So you hard. you have a couple of options with that. Or, or honestly, we we could swap those two exercises too if you think that would help. But you can get the uh, the little wrist wraps that wrap around the bar, so you can alleviate some grip from the the higher volume stuff. So it depends on how much you want to put in a grip. Or you could do a set of the Romanian deadlifts with your natural grip to increase some grip, you know, endurance and strength, and then swap over for the next set or two with the the wraps that kind of alleviate that grip. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? I think I know what you're They go around the wrist and you have like a, 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 a long strap. One and half it, foot flap and that rolls around the bar and then mm-hmm. you grab the, the fat and it keeps yeah. the bar from rolling out of your hand. That's what the like the the pro lifters wear. Yeah, or you time. do that or you can do the hook grip. Ugh, not that <laughs> one. <No. laughs> it's so, lighter weight though. That might be a good way to condition that just a little bit as opposed to overdoing it. So I talked about that with Becky. We talked about that before. We did for the guitar and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, it's not worth it to me with the guitar playing because the okay. guitar playing is like Literally, if I mess up my guitar playing, like it's that's not just my that, but like to be able to work your thumbs, you have to build that up, you know. And your thumb is gonna fucking hurt for a while. And yeah, if that's you what I'm saying. Need and to I play don't a guitar have, I really day, didn't go through screwed. that for some reason, and, well, and I don't know I why. I feel like you're subhuman. That shit hurts other <laughs> and, people. Because I, I pulled the 435 hook grip. I've just started doing all my deadlift hook grip. And it, I didn't have a big transition period for some reason. I, I honestly, I don't know why, because I heard it's supposed to hurt for a yeah, while. So here's the lot. other part to that is, yes, I might be able to go past the pain and be able to like get but conditioned. What I'm there able, may not even be any pain. Especially but what I'm saying light. is if it changes at all, the how my hand functions. I don't think like, it would. No, it that, might not change. Like, so it, it won't. Becky and I talk about this all the time about like, People with we talk about the voice stuff like yeah. we're so more in tune with our voices yeah that like when we because we went to go see like she she just recently had a uh, she goes as an allergist and she went and they were talking about how do you feel and she was saying well it's like this and she goes and honestly and the woman's like oh you shouldn't really feel anything and she's like well I sing she's like oh okay that makes sense yeah because we're just so much more fine tuned like a little bit of a difference with a normal human being who doesn't sing for a living is not going to notice or care that 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 that's not a difference. Right. It's the same thing I feel like I'm going to be like with my thumb. If my thumb even adapts or changes a little bit, yeah. it might change exactly <clears throat> how I play and which would affect my playing and my me having yeah. either to relearn I'm not, or do I'm not going to say that won't be a thing, but yeah. here's here's my mindset on that and why I am fairly certain that won't be the case. Cuz think about everything you've done grip-wise, you've just accepted. Well, I got to grip things. I got to grip things. So your your fingers have gotten stronger and they've gotten more endurance. Thumb not a ton necessarily. And if you look at the what the hook grip does, 
it actually is going to lengthen a little bit so you're getting good flexibility and it's getting stronger and you're getting more endurance from it as it is. So it's only going to increase your ability to play and to move because you're, you're, it's just like farmer's carries and, and loading the arms entirely. You get a stretch reflex on the joints. And that stretch reflex allows it to, to strengthen connective tissue and, and increase its ability to stay stable and hold. So where some people are getting wrist issues or thumb issues or finger issues as they age, by conditioning connective tissue, you're going to have way more longevity over the lifespan to be able to continue to play and grip things and do things by conditioning connective tissue. I get that logic, and I, 100%. And I, that but you still sense. have a fear, and I'm not even putting you down for that. Like, but the, I'm saying, like, even if the, the minimal percentage, and I, this could be me whining, and if you're listening there and you're thinking I'm whining, bite me. Um, <laughs> but, bite me. <laughs> but, like, the, the, legitimately, if there's even a chance, that, yeah. like, especially after my, my voice went down at the end of last year. It's traumatizing. Before, yeah. I'm just terrified to not be able to have something come up that keeps keeps me from playing and, for any And I get that. So yeah. I, I have zero judgment. You know me. I just like to talk around the thing. You yeah, literally yeah, yeah. have to take the steps that you are the most comfortable with, and you're not damaging your health by not doing hook grip. A yeah, million yeah, yeah, people yeah. out there are literally doing mixed grip and doing just fucking fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't, don't stress that and don't think I'm putting that on you trying to force the issue. I'm just saying it's there. It's a tool. And if you decide to use it, great. No, start light. Me and, and if you don't, call me a sissy. No, yeah, but I'm judging you quietly, yeah. not with my voice. Unite, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then I did. So after I did this one, this pool one, my hamstrings were really sore. Yeah, mm. after that those Romanian, Romanian deadlift, you got that tied hammies. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love Which, an RDL though. Something about an RDL is fun for me. Yeah, What's they're sorry? they're good. What? Romanian, Romanian deadlifts. Deadlift. Yeah, yeah, sorry. We just shortened it up. Yeah, but it's not so short when you have to explain Apparently it. I'm not but that, now, not from that. now on, well, every time I want to remember Rom- Romanian deadlifts, I'm always like, what is Rhodesian? And I can't remember what R word I want, you know? Yeah. So just RDL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Rhodesians or the Romanians. I don't know. They're I don't at war. remember. I don't remember. They're at war for the deadlifts. <laughs> they're at war for the deadlifts. That's what they're fighting over. It's our deadlifts. And the, the Bulgarians have the split squats. Yeah, well, right. That's what it is. It messes me up. I'm like, oh. And well, are the Bolivians a thing? Yeah, was like, what was the random? <laughs> <laughs> the Bolivians. Let's make our own weird deadlift variations and name them why after are, weird why, stuff. Why are these all? Is there a reason that they're country-based? I, I, I would assume. No. Well, there's the, Bulgarians, the Bulgarians yeah. have a huge uh, lifting culture. The Romanians as well, I, I believe. And so they, they must have just... I haven't looked in the history of this, but we I'm need assuming to. Michael, that they, for may, next they may have made something famous via that, that route or okay. by programming it often. Because Bulgarian split squats are also just known as split squats. But I prefer to call them Bulgarian. Yeah. yeah, the crazy Bulgarians out there doing crazy split yeah. squats. You got to program some of those for Victor, but don't tell me. And then he'll send me a text, and he's just like, "I'm dying." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got split I squats. I hate Mike's soul. <laughs> I hate Mike so much. Mike hates me. Yeah, that was a text. That was, Mike that, hates was that was hysterical. <laughs> and I, I had I not been on my like seven day stretch of movie work for sixteen hours a day on four hours of sleep a night, I I, I literally giggle at that, mm. but I couldn't muster up the energy to respond. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you might giggle. <laughs> like, Mike hates me. I That's did. I, I literally got a giggle out of that. <laughs> so I'm excited. Today, I have a push volume. Which, so lead me into this. Barbell, bench, press. So now, what's the difference between these volumes and the RPTs that you've programmed? What, what's the, I guess the question is that I wanted to ask you is, what is the goal of this block that you have me in? Okay. Uh, I think I know, but... You I'm know, sure you do. There's, there's a couple of, of goals there. One is to keep you entertained. 
It's so working. so changing up things can, can increase chance. a little yeah. bit of excitement from one, one workout to the next. You're like, ooh, I haven't done this one in, in two weeks, you know, so get back in there. Um, two, it does alleviate some joint stress um, by, by dropping the intensity and the heavyweight stuff from one workout to the next. So it allows you to get the intense stuff one week, and the next week you're just kind of putting more volume on, getting good reps in, going for that burn. It's just taxing the body differently, but also giving you a rest from the intensity. Intensity being heavier Intensity weight. is going to be heavier weight, um, fewer reps. Uh, so it's just, it's very intense. <laughs> so the, the volume-based stuff is less intense because it's lower weight, a little higher rep, uh, and then a little more volume because it's not as intense. And by volume, you know, sets, reps, et cetera, adding up. So was there thought process in these specific workouts because we're going into, because it's usually eight weeks is the block, right? Usually, I'll do anywhere from four to 12 weeks on a training block. And the fact is, if you're digging into progressive overload and getting stronger each workout via either an extra rep or some weight, you can do the same workout forever. So that changes if you're literally trying to hop on stage and need to do body building or body sculpting or to shape the body differently. Then different areas need more different volume. Um, and different stresses. But for you at this phase, you could literally do the same work and as long as you're improving forever. But I do like to mix up the accessories at the very least. If you'll notice back through every one of our training blocks, the main core compound moves have not changed. Just sets, reps, etc. If you can hear the grunting. Christy That's not me. Let, he just was crying at the door. Sweet man. <laughs> He's a very important member of the podcast. Yes, yes. my dog AJ. Yeah, he knows a lot about lifting weights. Chrissy loves AJ more than any other Come on, AJ. human being in this house. There you are. He's just so right. cute and excited to see me when mm-hmm. I get in here. He's excited <laughs> to see everybody all the Roll time. Roll up. Give me that tummy. Yeah, <laughs> he loves it. I'm next. So, all right, cool. I am excited about this new block. Good. I'm excited to gain strength. I feel like, is it easier to, to strengthen doing RPT than it is to do other th- Like, what... Like, easier is the way. It's, it's my it's, favorite way to gain strength. Another very popular one is, you know, five by five or three by five kind of set scheme because it's just the right amount of reps and intensity if you're pushing hard to, to potentially gain muscle and strength. But I've, I've enjoyed RPT for a while because you definitely gain strength. And I've, I've seen it with myself and many, many other people with that main top set. But it's also nice to get the, the little bit of volume from the drop sets, alleviate that intensity and still really push. And I've so you also split it too, like I because I realized like it was like upper body and then legs. So these workouts aren't as long as the full body one. That the I strength doing. ones are not. The yeah. volume ones are longer. The volume ones yep. are longer. Okay. Yep. So the strength is literally just for you to gain strength that day, not beat the shit out of yourself. And the volume is going to be longer, more sets, etc. So it'll take more time. So again, so more that helps with the motivation. The yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that should also help with motivation. You know, on the strength workout, all right, I'm going in for a PR today. It's going to be a quick workout. Get myself wrapped around that. Get in there and fucking crush it. And on, on the, the higher volume, lower weight days, you're like, okay, I'm going to go push for that burn. I'm going to push kind of hard. Just go for that good feeling. Really focus on form um, and neural efficiency, which just increases your ability to push on the, the strength days because you're getting better and better at that movement pattern. And so this, it's a different mindset and a different focus on any given day. But hopefully it just it keeps that motivation a little higher. Which we've said motivation is fleeting. Fleeting, for sure. But the more but we it can, does, it, uh, it plays an important role. And the more yeah. you can elevate that, the better. But you also know you've got discipline to rely on on the times that, that it isn't high. And for me, the motivation comes from intrigue. 
also nice. when it changes a little bit there's intrigue be like okay well, okay i haven't done this let's see yeah. so at this stage i'm still so new at this i'm only nine months in and learning all this stuff like literally i have to watch your video like 10 <coughs> times and be like what did he do here how's he looking <laughs> mike has videos that he puts in there of him doing the different workouts so i can see what yeah. i need to do so I've watched that a, a bunch to try and figure out exactly. So it's been, there's definitely intrigue being like, all right, cool. This is nice. a new one. What's, what do I got to do on this workout? Yeah. What's this? Or I haven't done a bench press since, uh, it's been a few months since we yeah. had a bench press in there. So I was excited to see that back. That's why that table's turned, by the way. That's right next to you. <laughs> it's because with the bench, when I'm doing squats, the bar's higher mm -hmm. and it doesn't come down as low. So that right. table wasn't in the way. So I had to turn that table to get it out of the way of the rack. But a um, little inside baseball there. Um, baseball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like useless information that listeners didn't really need to know. Love it. <laughs> I have a question. I've been thinking about this a lot, and especially these days where I was pushing heavy and hard, where I'm assuming is more of a muscle building workout when you're trying to increase strength. How important, or I know that in general, we're, I'm supposed to be aiming for a certain amount of protein, but does increasing my protein intake the day of or the day after a really heavy workout make a difference? Both. Yeah. The more protein you get, the more chance you have to build muscle on a calorie deficit. So, and so on the days of the workout, like if I do it the day before. Yeah, it, protein is one of those things where your you know, calories can, can change, uh, get a weekly average. Micronutrients you can kind of bank for on a regular basis. But over banking protein on one day does not help you on the next day. It kind of helps you the, the day of to have that stuff on hand for recovery. And any, any strength-based workout, especially if it's semi-full body, like any squat day is full body, any deadlift day is full body, anytime you're mixing workouts a little bit is, is full body, um, you're going to increase your ability to, to elevate muscle protein synthesis, put on a little bit of muscle, um, and maintain as well the more protein you take in. So I'd say at least the day of and the day after to get uh, max benefit. Does it also help with recovery of yes. soreness, like how sore <clears throat> I am? Yeah, Could absolutely. that be part of it? Like, because I didn't even think about it until later in the week. So I was like, I wonder if my protein was maybe higher. Well, the day I that think I that if you haven't done legs that extreme, no matter how much protein you're shoving in your mouth, like your yeah, legs yeah, yeah, are gonna yeah. hurt. You're gonna be sore no matter what. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I still, I, what's gonna increase soreness and recovery is going to be you know more amino acids. That's that's your protein. You're gonna heal a little bit faster. You're gonna kind of get past that a little bit faster. But a little bit you know, could be hours to a day, not necessarily going to alleviate that soreness from the next day. Okay. Yeah, just curious. I, it was something that was on my brain recently about making sure, I was like, oh, I really worked hard today. Should yeah. I, really, I really should concentrate on protein like a lot today, huh? I mean, for sure. You yeah. should always concentrate on protein. But yeah, yeah again, yeah. whenever you're on a, a calorie deficit and or a big deficit, the more protein you get in, the more of a chance you have to put on just a little bit of muscle during that process. And that's always a beneficial zone. But there's, there's a, a drawback there, too. If you take in too much protein, you're not getting enough carbs um, and or fat for recovery and to maintain hormone levels. So there's kind of a balance as far as that goes. Oh, I make sure there's enough carbs and fat. I believe you do, day. yeah. I handle that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that part's that easy. Part's easy. <laughs> Actually, I've been eating so well, I feel like, in general, <clears throat> that I've been able to, like, eat more junk. Yeah, yep. so I've Does noticed that, that with myself especially like over the years, I'm going I have less calories to fuck with than you do. Obviously, yeah, way less. But yeah, yeah absolutely. It gets mad at me every time. I'm like, Oh, I still have 1400. She's like, F you. It's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But I have noticed that I've just, I prioritize protein so regularly now without even thinking about yeah. it that yeah, even if I have a day where I felt like kind of bingy, it's not so bad right. because it really, I binged a lot of it was 
protein snacks. Right. You know, mm. so like if you just force yourself to prioritize protein long enough, it becomes like such a natural thing for you to just always eat protein that, yeah, when you do get the little snacks in, it's not so bad. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I, well, I've been able to like, because if I knew I have a gig and I'm going to run around, it's harder. So I like make sure I like drink a shake or I do, mm-hmm. I grab a protein bar and I drink a shake on the, before I go or... I had something mm-hmm. like what I did actually the last gig. I was like, I have to, I'm trying to increase my water again and get, make sure my water's up. Cause my water has been up and I'm down. I'm also and terrible down. at that. I need to do that. Board. So what I did, I have this, that big old bubble I've talked about before that 64 ounce jug, the yeah. bubble jug. I made it lemonade. It, the, the fill that was 64. Oh, that's right. You did, did tell us about a that. scoop of the clear way yeah. and carried that with me to my gig. Mm-hmm. And so I just made sure I drank the whole thing. But it was easier to drink the whole thing when it's lemonade right. mm. throughout the day than it is the just I mean, Ideally, we should be able to gravitate towards water and just enjoy water. But that's the fact is ideally many of too, us do not. So whatever. Buns, so. <laughs> yeah. I actually am one of those people who really likes water, like the taste of I do water. Too. I like the taste I do of too. water. I um, have a lot of friends that don't. You know, people are really, really putting in Mio in their water, which is yeah. fine. Do whatever the fuck you oh, have to do yeah. to drink so your water. As long as you're hydrated. But yeah, I'm one of those people that hates like flavored water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't flavor my water. I like lemonade, though. I'm not a big, like, I guess like, I am kind of a flavored water thing because I drink those bangs like they're going out of style. <laughs> so, you do do that. <laughs> yeah, I drink a lot of bang. Um, but the uh, the flavored, the lemonade thing with the clear way, mm-hmm. like, that was. Thank you, Chrissy. Yeah, again. I got that you. Was, yeah, yeah I, I also like lemonade, which is why I'll do it yeah. that way. But like any of the other no weird way. flavors, but I can't <laughs> do the amount that they ask for. So agreed. I have to put way more water. I put yeah, way, way more, more water. water. It's like ten to twelve ounces with one scoop, and I was like, right. no. Way. Again, they're they're catering to the average individual. It needs a flavor, oh, a mouth gas every time it's they put too something too lemon. In the face. It's too much. So much. Yeah. I put one scoop in sixty-four ounces, and it's still really lemonade. Yeah, it's really lemonade. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, the first time I did that. 20 grams. No shit. 80 calories. What? Yeah. Get, my, did you get my protein stuff. or did you get it from somewhere else? Yeah, the my protein. My protein. Yeah. They have a bunch of, they have Mike and Ike flavors. They have like what? a bunch of weird what? shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the lemony thing is, it's great, dude. And mm-hmm. I, for calorie wise, because there's definitely days where I'm like, crap, my calories suck, but I need to get some more protein in. And I'm like, what if I do a shake or I do this milk? Or, uh, what? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Have you, have you tried doing... Because you just put it in water. So. Have you tried mixing that lemonade with like Sprite or something? I feel like that would probably oh, hit like a soda probably, itch yeah. for me. Because, you know, I like soda. Or club soda in general. Uh, just mix uh. it in club soda. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying the lemonade in club soda. Yeah, that probably... You're just getting carbon into your... Right. Yeah. yeah, over, yeah, just yeah. Car- I mean, you can't really mix it really well, though. Not with that's that attitude. True, yeah. with the car- Not with that <laughs> attitude. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to cut... You'd have to put it in water and then cut it with... I mean, but it soda. is so strong. So if you, you do it in do like it. just the eight ounces of Mix water. Mix the shit out of it and yeah. then cut it with club soda. That would yeah. work. One of us should try that. Yeah. And by one of us. I'll Probably one of us who owns it. I, <laughs> let, I don't know. Let me know how that works at okay, the bar Okay, so I guess it's have. me. <laughs> you can just use the gun to hit it a little bit. Hit it Perfect. a little bit, baby. That'll actually mix it at the same the, time, too. With the gun. True. You got the yeah. gun. You got the gun. You got the gun. We're talking about the beverage gun, by the way. The beverage gun, guys. I don't have any actual gun in the bar. The beverage gun. walking around the bar with a gun. Like just, you know, you can't walk very far. So yeah. I saw some dude in Publix today. I know that George is an open carry, and I understand that it's open carry. And again, I'm not trying to get political. But I was a little off-put at one point where I was dry- walking, and some random dude, this gigantic hand, like, I don't know if the holster was just gigantic, <laughs> but it was, it like, he wasn't a big dude anyway, but it like went, it was like down to the middle of his thigh or lower, and it was just this huge gun on the side of his It was being open carried? Yeah. Yeah, it was out. Just so outside, I'm, I, faced out, open carried. I'm and a, I'm like, 
I get that you're legally allowed to do that. Yeah. But all that does is, to me, is create off-putting. Like, I'm it like, oh. It makes me uncomfortable. You understand, too, and that. literally, I had this moment where I was like, I kind of want to be this dick because he's also like grocery shopping. His arms are up. He's looking at yeah. bread. I'm like, I'm going to go take that right shit. Behind you, grab your gun right now and be like, how stupid was this, a-hole? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, know you, I mean? you brought the second point for that, though. Yeah. If, you, if you're open carrying like that and shit does go down, you're now an open, you're now the first target. You're target. Yeah, I'm shooting your ass first. Right. Yeah. And I, I am very pro-gun. I own guns. I, I conceal carry. Military, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even I won't open carry like that. It does just increase anxiety. Yo, people, and I'm not about to make myself a target, too. So it's just, People open carry into a bar. You and I'm like, you're not Isn't even supposed illegal? to do that. Yeah, I don't think so. Drink. I don't and, think and you're you supposed think to be about drinking. It, if you have a drink <laughs> and you end up shooting somebody, even you're if you're fucked. on the right, like yeah. you are fucked. You're yeah. under the influence. Yeah. And you shot somebody. You're yeah. fucked. I never bring my gun. I see bar. it uh, at the bar all the time. Open carries? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, dude. I can't serve you. What right? are you, can you doing just, here? Like, can you decline serving them? Go put that shit in your car. I think you can decline serving them. Yeah. Weird. So odd. Yeah. Super weird. I mean... Do your thing, and I'm not anti-gun at all. Like, no, I'm really me neither. Not. I'm Honestly, actually if, not. If yeah. I have to like but. really dig into some empathy there, that maybe that maybe some of those people, probably a rare few, has been jumped at a bar or something, or maybe, is yeah. insecure at a bar or or whatever. But that's just that's not the route. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and especially the being targeted. Like I didn't even think about that. Like obviously, like if something doesn't go down, you're the target. Right. I feel like though, Mike, you're just a big muscular dude in general. You're probably I'm the gonna first be a target, target anyway. <laughs> So what does it matter if you have? I a gun thought on about you? like what do I do? I like hunch over and like <laughs> pretend to cry a little bit till they get close, and then wow! And then wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's a good place to stop. All right, <laughs> okay, guys, we love you. Thank you so much. We're gonna uh, cut off the mics here and eat some of Mike's uh, birthday desserts. Birthday desserts Damn right. Thanks for having a birthday, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. Again, we appreciate you. Check out truenutrition.com. Use the promo code FINDINGMYFIT at 40 for 5% off. And uh, check out PRX. We can check out our links. We'll have them on all of our socials. You we can uh, go from our links we'll and have check the gym out the PRX. Set up there as well, they so. have a new pulley system in PRX. Yeah, that I looks so. We need to. Well, maybe we can no, hit on that next time. Yeah, maybe. It looks yeah, cool. freaking cool. If I didn't have a functional so, trainer, I would probably yeah, get that. Yeah, I get that. But, you know, it's super cool. And I've, it's very cool. I've been I said it it's up. cool, Victor. I've been eyeing it up. All right, bye, pod people. Bye. Love oh, you, pod, pod people. people.